1: Hi, it's Katie Harris and this is an episode of the Nursepreneur Podcast. Today we have Heather Darling, who is the owner of Raw Inside and Out. Heather, thanks so much for being here with us today.
0: Thank you for having me. Uh,
1: so why don't you give us a little bit of background about you as a nurse? What kind of nurse are you and uh, how did you get into nursing? All that kind of good stuff.
0: So I am, I'm a nurse practitioner now. Um, I kind of started my whole nursing career in high school, just becoming a CNA and going down that path and then deciding to go into nursing eventually. And then I um, I worked in and out of hospitals in oncology and then ended my probably 10 years in cardiac ICU where I just saw so many things that we could do better to prevent our patients from coming back and. Having so many health problems, and so I decided to go and get my master's and my nurse practitioner uh, degree. Went through the family nurse practitioner program, and then um, became or started working in primary care, which was absolutely nothing that I wanted to do. Where you <laughs> you just don't have any time to make any difference, really, in in you know your patient's lifestyle and. And needs. So I, I found um, American College for Lifestyle Medicine and started going through their program and just learning how to really effectively utilize nutrition exercise and modifying lifestyle behaviors to really change and improve your patient outcomes. So that was a huge change in my direction and was able to jump into a hospital-based program and develop a lifestyle medicine program there, which again was just really unique and exciting and um, opened a lot of doorways for me. So then I uh, met Dr. Mark Hyman at an event that we had hosted and discovered functional medicine. And so I went through their three-year certification program and got certified and then even further expanded my knowledge of of looking at the whole body and how do we really treat the whole person versus just System-based approach and looking at symptoms and treating those symptoms and not really understanding what's happening, in the causes and how to manage better. And and after I started doing that for five or six years, I I then decided to jump out on my own and open up my own business.
1: Okay, well, that's that's awesome. Um, I love that there's the American College of Lifestyle Changes um, because I, you know, it always irked me that we would spend the whole like three hour PowerPoint talking to nurse practitioners and talk about pharmacology and this is the mm-hmm. problem this is the problem. And then the last point on the bullet, uh, the bullet mm-hmm. on the PowerPoint was like um, intensive lifestyle changes. And I'm like, right. but what does that mean? Like, <laughs> I mean, that's so overwhelming to me. That's like, I don't even know where to start. And like,
0: they don't teach you how to do it. They don't even emphasize it. And then you get out there in the, you know, in practice and, 20 minutes to try and do anything and that's definitely the last thing on the agenda you know it's just here take this to lower your blood pressure and eat better and exercise more (laughs) it was so difficult
1: yeah so you know I'm glad that that kind of stuff is out there Uh, but I find it fascinating that some hospital allowed you or encouraged you to put together some kind of uh, lifestyle changes program what was that like
0: oh it was it was so exciting and it was absolutely not in my my plan i figured i went to become a nurse practitioner i'd jump back in cardiology and make a difference there but then as i was finishing my program um, a colleague and friend of mine asked if i would like to come and do this lifestyle medicine clinic which i really didn't know what it was so you know i'm like well what is that what do i do and then just trying to better myself you know i i found the College of Lifestyle Medicine, and it was just really exciting to have a a large hospital back this preventative clinic that ultimately would improve the quality of life and, you know, reduce the amount of admissions to the hospital, really. So it was was just a really uh, unique experience, and it definitely changed my entire career path.
1: Right so did it it help you formulate how you were going to pursue your business later on
0: Yeah and I, and at the time I didn't even think about that you know I was like oh I've got this great job I'm doing what I'm loving to do now and then as I kind of learned more and things that I could do to help my patients then the hospital structure the insurance structure doesn't really support that so it kind of became more and more difficult and challenging and um so then I started imagining well what would it be like if I had my own clinic and, <laughs> and did my own thing but just that in itself you know I'm I was I'm a single mom and so losing that uh, you know cushion and knowing that I'm have a paycheck to paycheck in a job it took me years to figure that out and <laughs> then I finally, finally was like I think I can do this I have a a strong backing i'm very confident in what i do it's a growing field i mean people are really sick of our current healthcare structure and not getting the care that they want not getting the time with their provider that they need and so i just thought i could do it and and i've now been in it for two years even for oh, wow. the people like
1: I've survived. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's awesome. Uh, yeah, you know, it's it's interesting because I recently gave a, a talk on uh, GI perioperative care and I gave this case study of you know, a 22-year-old who has um, ulcerative colitis and blah, 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 going through the whole thing. And then, you know, at the end, you know, it it, it occurred to me that, um, you know, through this whole case study, there was not like one mention of physical health or mental health. There was no talk of like any kind of nutrition or, mm-hmm. you know, like, because all that stuff seems to be almost rejected by... Western medicine, if you will. And I'm thinking, so, and in this case study, she goes through medical treatment, it fails. And so they do a total colectomy. And I was like, oh my God, like, I don't know if this person, I'm sure this person is real somewhere, but like a 22, having a total colectomy for ulcerative colitis somehow seems like a massive disservice.
0: (laughs) So much we can do ahead of time. And I don't knock, I mean, I'm, I am Western based, you know, trained. I'm a family nurse practitioner. I've been in nursing, in the hospitals really my whole life and not that I don't think we do a great job with like acute care medicine but when it comes to treating the person and prevention and then maybe finding different approaches that aren't so invasive I I just get a lot of um, pushback from a lot of other providers you know they're they don't really believe in any of this they'll tell they'll tell their patients oh that's not really going to do anything and that's when i get those patients and and then we sit down and talk and come up with a plan and i work with them a lot it's a lot of face to face a lot of time which i love and and then they start improving and maybe some of those surgeries are unnecessary or those medications are unnecessary and they feel amazing and it's it's it just baffles me that some providers are just so opposed to that concept.
1: Yeah, no, and it's interesting because it's reflected also, I mean, you were talking about like with your hospital-based plan, when I think of the hospital food that's actually served, um, you know, one, it's gross, it's disgusting looking, and I'm sure it's not healthy.
0: (laughs) Um, But however, I have to say the hospital that I used to work at, so I'm from Utah and um, it's, up in park city and we had the most incredible chef when we opened that facility so the food there is one that people in the community come to just eat at the restaurant it's an (laughs) amazing restaurant and their one incredible concept was for inpatients is that there was no you know the traditional when you're in the hospital the cart comes around and they just drop off the food and Patients are sick. They're tired. They're not even in the room. So then their food is cold and even more unappealing. In this hospital, it's a room service type thing. So when you're hungry, you just pick up the phone, you have a menu, you pick out what you want. I mean, that in itself made such a difference for quality outcomes and just satisfaction. And, and it was amazing, but it was always fun in the summer. Everybody would ride their bikes and the cafeteria would be packed and it wasn't anyone from the hospital. It was just <laughs> people coming in for this really good food. It was, it was really, it was really, awesome. I mean, I've worked in a lot of hospitals and not any hospital has that.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say, that's kind of funny. Like, and it's really um uh, counterintuitive, but like, oh, I'm going to the hospital for lunch. I'm so excited. <laughs> you know,
0: but I mean, the hospital is in a really amazing spot. and. But yeah, and they have outdoor seating. I mean, it's just, a, it was the coolest thing.
1: That I is loved. pretty cool. Well, the, well, that's definitely not the norm.
0: <laughs> I wish it were though. I mean, it's that, it should it's be such a little thing that is so powerful for your, for everyone, staff, patients, community. It's just really, it's really amazing.
1: Yeah, that is. Um, so, okay. So how do you start? Let's say um, a, a client comes to you, they're they're tired of, um, or they want to supplement their primary care visit because uh, they're not really getting uh, how to change their lives. Like how do you even start with somebody? Like how do you turn the whole life around?
0: Uh, we just sit and talk. So I have a really in-depth intake form that talks about every, you know, asks all the questions of how they feel, when do they feel well last, what do they do on a day-to-day basis to take care of themselves? So we kind of have a really good uh, talking piece right there. And then I just start talking about all of the different things that they could be doing to improve their health. Are they willing to? That's kind of my key with my patients is I can tell them exactly what to do and show them, but they have to be ready to make this change. And so we really do talk about that part and that I'm their cheerleader, really. I'm just helping them along, but they have to do all the work. And then we, we assess some you know, physical assessments, do some labs, look at things that really need addressing first. And then we start with food. It's really where I start. Nutrition is, is probably my, my main area. So I like to really dive into what they're eating Find out if there's certain foods that are impacting them negatively. So I do a lot of food sensitivity type tests and then um, so work on that for quite a bit and then start changing some of their other lifestyle behaviors. Exercise is another big one that people just don't feel they have time to do with working and having kids, and it just has to become part of their daily routine.
1: Right, do you ascribe to us any particular meal plan type of uh, like paleo or uh, vegetarian?
0: I'm not really, I don't have one plan for anybody. It's more identifying foods that are really hurting that person and then removing them and creating, I would say if anything, it's more of a Mediterranean type um, diet where lots of fruits and vegetables you know, less of the meats, but absolutely, I would never say you can't have it unless it was a very high cardiovascular uh, piece that we were addressing. Um, but yeah, I don't have one plan. It's more just real food. I, I, I used to be able to work in the kitchen and teach them how to cook, which ultimately, someday I'll get to do that again. But um, just getting people to really eat real food, food that's healing to them, that provides all of the nutrients that's healthy. Um, That's kind of my approach there.
1: Yeah, and and I think that's nice because uh, there's nothing, I think that one of the resistances that you have, or at least I would have to life, quote unquote, lifestyle changes um, would be uh, I don't you know, you feel like you're going to have to give everything up and change your, do a 180 on your lifestyle and it's not going to be sustainable and that kind of stuff. So it's just like, why bother starting? So, you know, I like that approach of let's, you know, continue what you're doing for right now and we can maybe add some vegetables in, maybe reduce this type of food and, and not like do an overhaul on your, on your diet, which generally yeah. isn't sustainable for at <laughs> first.
0: Yeah, and yeah, you have to go slow. And and if it, if it if this person is coming from a very unhealthy lifestyle, then it is a huge change. But the majority of people who kind of seek me out are already they've kind of dabbled in this. Want to change my overall health, and they've read, they've listened to podcasts. They're ready to do whatever it takes, and um, so it's really it's really fun. I mean, the most of my people. There are some that come to me and they want me to fix them without even wanting to make any lifestyle changes and it just doesn't work out. I mean, there's yeah. <laughs> there's nothing I can do then. I'm like, there is no magic pill for this. I mean, you can take as many medications as you want and it will prevent things as long as possible, maybe, but that's it, you know, then you're still going to be unhealthy and sick. And Right.
1: Um, so it looks like you also do a uh, cannabis, um- and telehealth so how do you add those in how does that work
0: well so i i just um because our state now is legal for medical marijuana cannabis use i became a provider so i do more um, you know writing the the recommendations for those clients to get their card so that they can go obtain it and there's you know a lot of benefits versus for taking cannabis over opioids for pain, which I see a lot of people for. Um, so it's it kind of just goes along with my whole vision and, and mission that I do. So I decided to add that to my practice. Um, what was the other question? Sorry. The telehealth. Oh, well, telehealth, it really became more of a thing during this past year with the whole COVID and the pandemic. So I offer that now and it actually expanded my practice quite a bit because I see some patients out of state. So it's kind of fun. So we, we do our zoom calls. And so I just do zoom health, you know, they're all consultations, So it's something that I can do over the phone or over a video call.
1: Now, is this something that you need to be a nurse practitioner to do? Like, are you treating these patients in that way? Or
0: Mm -hmm. I am treating and typically my Patients I will see in my office first, but then they'll be here for some sort of trip or visiting family, but they live out of state. So I'll do my initial consult, you know, set up a treatment plan and then follow up with them wherever they are. And then when they come in, they'll come and see me. So it just opens that ability to treat your patients.
1: Okay. And is Utah, is that a green state? Is that like an independent practice?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So... I'm totally independent here. We just a few years ago lifted the collaborative plan where we had to have a collaborating physician for any like prescribing of, of narcotics and things like that. Or controlled substances, but that lifted. And so now we are, we're on our own. Um, that's very exciting. Yay for you.
1: <laughs> and because it opens up so many possibilities of what you can do. And here, you know, you have this business that is created the way that you want it to be created to treat patients the way that you want it to treat them. Right. Um, okay. So now you also have an aesthetics arm to this. Uh, so where did that come in? And, and uh... yeah, so,
0: so I guess I should. Um, so, Raw Inside and Out is just, um, it's our website. So I actually own raw health and wellness and my partner has raw aesthetics and uh, we work together but we aren't exactly together so we created this raw inside and out for one place for everyone to go and then decide which service they needed and so my partner is a nurse injector and she does you know all skin things like um like Botox and fillers and microneedling and and peels and then just overall skin care. So she does that piece and then we just work together. And I was her medical director but even more exciting news is that we're expanding even more this year and so we brought on a, another partner and she's a physician and we're kind of taking our business model to a, a much larger, I don't know, larger vision. So we're starting that in the next few months Awesome. What is the larger vision? Well, we we um, added some lasers. So we'll be doing some kind of in-office, not as invasive liposuction type things and uh, rejuvenation for skin, for women's health. Some really fun, just think, fun, uh, different practices there. And then we're, we're bringing in, you know, massage and exercise and we're moving and we're trying to create a place that the majority of our clients are females. I mean, we see men as well. So it's for everybody, but it's really the majority is female. So we'll have a place that people can come and and get everything. I can be there. I do more primary care with obviously this functional medicine approach. And I deal with weight loss and hormones and gut health and all of these components. And then my partners will really be more on the healing from the outside and Doing some things that make people feel better and and remove you know maybe unwanted tattoos or some excess skin or fat that they just haven't been able to do and and even move that into other parts of the body so, um so we're we're kind of moving in that direction. Uh,
1: no, I I do love that now you know I would say that I really love that you are doing this collaborative effort that you. Partnered with uh, a nurse that's, that does the injection, and then you focus on one section of the business, and she focuses on the other. Because you know, I have a lot of nurses that want to start a business, and mm-hmm. they they want to do a health and wellness business, but they want to offer like everything, and you know, that that's really hard to do, especially in the beginning. Um, and sometimes it's just better to collaborate with somebody else, and you know, mm-hmm. let them <laughs> come in and, and do their specialty, and you do your specialty. Um, how did you kind of work out that collaboration so um, do you guys um, do you guys share some of the income or is it like two completely separate businesses
0: as of now it's been two separate businesses we are moving forward and then the three of us will split everything three ways it'll just kind of go into a, a pot you know whatever we do that's affiliated with our lasers because that we share that will all go into one and then anything I do in wellness is mine because that's what I do so we're just going to break I mean the, the our big thing we will share amongst the three of us and then all expenses and everything like that but anything that we do individually that doesn't affect the other person will be our own income
1: Okay, yeah, cause I, that gets uh, a little hairy and I've been going through that myself in my own business is that, you know I have these different partners in different areas and some of them start to cross over and then it gets like, you're like, whoa. <laughs> we,
0: were, we were, you know, trying to figure that out too in the beginning, but we figured anything that just touches, <laughs> it's just easy for us to visualize but anything that touches our laser machines, if it's, then we just share that, that profit. Okay. Um, we did a bundle where they saw me and they saw that, you know, we, they did a laser treatment, they had a wellness plan, then that money would just be shared equally.
1: Okay. Yeah, that sounds good. Uh, so something you definitely want to get lawyers involved with.
0: <laughs> we, have, we have everybody. We have a great team. Because Elisa, uh, my partner before, she and I have been doing this for the past two years. And so we've kind of had this business model plan, you know, in place where our new partner, who's a physician, just leaving the hospital, this is all new to her, the growing of a practice, but, um, so no, it's been, it's been really exciting, but yeah, we got the lawyers in place right away, so that there would be no issues with our friendship, you know, right? we want to make sure that everything is just there, it's the way it's supposed to be, we follow that plan, and everything will be fine, because we're three women, and, you know, we all are friends, and, Emotions come in and you just want to make sure you're taken care of.
1: Right, right, right. Yeah, no, and it's important. And I think establishing, you know, as much as I'm not like the biggest fan of, uh, mm-hmm. you know, bringing in the lawyers all the time, it can mm-hmm. save relationships um, like, right. oh my gosh. Yeah, especially because yeah. like you have to talk about everything, what, you know, where you feel like you're being slighted or not slighted and, you know, it just, uh, it has to come out. Otherwise, it festers.
0: Right. Right. No, it's been, that's been a, it's been amazing because all of us were in that same position. We're just like, what do we do? You know, and we didn't even know what to do in terms of anyhow, you know, just the business piece isn't really taught so much in like any sort of training and nursing or even um, right. doctors, you know, they don't get that. So we have these great ideas and then we're like, what do we do with this? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> we just open a practice and then we've been just winging it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's about right. (laughs) Um, All right. So it looks like you have a membership service as well. Uh, Like who would join a member, like a membership? Is this like a direct primary care type of membership or how does that work?
0: Yes. My memberships are for, it's really intended for everyone because making lifestyle changes are such a, a process and takes so much time. So I do spend a lot of time with my clients. And then I'm learning that with our it's with the way insurance, um, you know, premiums and just availability is, it works out for a lot of people to spend one fee for the whole year. And then, and they can use like health savings accounts and then take that and apply it towards their large deductibles. Um, so it's just, it's just a way for patients, they have to pay cash for this service, but it opens up this communication and access to me. Um, it's they have a, a lot of contact with me, and then they get discounts on other services and supplements and and things like that. So, and it's a commitment. So it's like if you go to the gym and you're spending money, you're going to go to the gym because you're you you've committed to this payment. Well, when people do that with me with my clients, then they're okay. I've just in- going to be is is uh you know an active participant as much as possible mm-hmm. so for outcomes it's really nice i mean they're like committed they're invested and then i help them through the whole process without that like oh, i'm going to make an appointment it's going to be another fee or you know it, it just changes that whole that whole mentality right
1: um awesome all right so uh, so the uh, the big vision for this upcoming year is to expand, bring in this physician, bring in the lasers. Um, you know, do you see this kind of expanding across the state of Utah, the West? Like, or I, I mean, are you happy with where you are now and what's going on?
0: Uh, we are happy, but we're we're already discussing um, doing like a wellness destination type of uh, thing too. So. Uh, we we were going to do some wellness retreats last year, but then everything was shifted. So hopefully this year we'll be able to go up into the mountains and bring like small groups of people for outdoor adventure and then healthy eating. And maybe they do a laser plan and they need some downtime. And so we'll, we'll take them up there and work on their nutrition and meditation and types of things like that. So we're going to start small and then in the future when we're so successful that we'll have you know a really exotic type of a place that we can start growing this whole wellness like vacation packaging oh that's I like our, that that's I, main vision is you know I've been wanting to do that forever and now I feel like it's it's kind of getting to that that reality so much sooner yeah
1: I want an invite to that <laughs> that sounds awesome <laughs>
0: so fun. And I, I, you know, I think that's it too, is, is making wellness. Not so when people are talking about changing their lifestyle, it doesn't have to be so miserable. You know, it's really a, <laughs> really a fun thing, you know? And I think my clients look at me at first and I'm like, we're going to have so much fun. And they're just like, yeah, this is not going to be fun. And then I'm like, but it is, you know, cause you're, you're doing something for yourself and it's only making you feel better. And I feel like once that is seen by, by my clients, then it does become such a exciting change than just a, oh my gosh, I can't eat this anymore. I have to work out every day. I need to meditate (laughs) or, and they, they feel like it's not so, so bad, you know, and, and it, it really becomes, it becomes fun. I mean, it's really fun. And we do things like I do wellness book clubs and we have um, challenge groups where we, you know, encourage each other for exercise and eating well and things like that. And there'll be different focus points on either one of those. And um, I'll go to the store with my clients if they want and we will understand really what I'm talking about by, by eating real food and looking at labels and making sure you know what's in it. I mean, so it's a lot of, it's a lot of fun things like that too. It's not just come to my office and sit down and I tell you what to do and they take a prescription and leave, you know. Right. So it's it's good, and and my new and my partners have the same. We all have the you know same vision and and desired outcome for our patients and our different wheelhouses, really. But so it's it's a it's really a unique team that we have, and we want that same like energy throughout our entire practice. So it's it's great. I mean, even the skin aesthetic piece, it's not your traditional spa, we really don't love that term so it's it's you know getting you to feel beautiful in your skin and not making you look like you walked out of one of those places with a plastic face you know I mean that's <laughs> not not our it's not our intention it's definitely not Elise's vision and she really won't even do that for her patients but it's just making people you know feel beautiful in whatever way it's needed but not over, over the top. So it's, it's really fun. And I think that's how she and I meshed in the very beginning. Right, right. Um,
1: well, that is awesome. So if, uh, if people wanted to learn more about you or
0: contact you, where would they go? They could go to that website, the raw inside and out.com. Um, and then there's, they can click on my piece or our book. I do free consults initially just to establish, you know, trust and is this a good working relationship and answer any questions about my practice or me or what they're looking for. So they could just do that straight from the website. Awesome. All right, Heather. Well, thank you so much for
1: sharing this with us. Yeah, thanks for having me.